I be feeling like the man when I walk through. Hang stunned with you saying when I walk through. I got all these hoes staring when I walk through. I done met a few bands on the walk through. Watch me, watch me. Hey, why me walk through? What up, though? It's the Eastside Engineer here again with a great show today. And as I always tell you, get your notebook out and listen in. So today on Taking the City, what I have for you today is an amazing amazing network called the audio wave network that's based in detroit michigan they are audio wave network on all social media platforms if you have any type of podcast or whatever conversational thing you would like to do (laughs) you can hit them up and they can you know bring it to life like you know the eastside engineer (laughs) so we're gonna move on to my special guest today i have another local friendly engineer here for you guys and i'm gonna let him introduce himself what's going on (laughs) (laughs) my name is vincent man my voice does sound really deep on here actually but (laughs) um my name is vincent man i went to wayne state university I have a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. Oh, you're special. And I currently work at General Motors as an engineer, as an infotainment engineer. Real. What that mean? We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. I'm like, <laughs> infotainment? <laughs> yep. Um, grew up, born and raised east side of Detroit. Oh, I, you know, I didn't know for sure if you was east side or not, mm-hmm. but yes, another east, another east side engineer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Van Dyke and Six Mile. In fact, my mom's are still there, so I'm always over there. Um, what else? Oh, I, you know, tell them what you want. To let's first of all, let's get into this infotainment. Oh, yeah. What is that? <laughs> so, infotainment is a combination of information and entertainment. Okay. In vehicles. So I'm over all the all that fancy stuff, those graphics, and you want to connect your devices. Oh, you want wow. Wi-Fi. You want to download routes, so all of that is like considered infotainment. Y'all, it's a black man from the <laughs> east side out here getting y'all consoles together <laughs> when you be typing in so you can play Big Old Freak by Megan, Megan Thee Stallion. Exactly. It's a black man that put that together for you. So, you know, thank Vince. Next time you see him, mm-hmm. when you, you know, try to get to place to place, that's him. They got the graphics on your screen. Yep. Got it on there correctly, too. That is exciting. Yeah. I'm like, so, that's so cool. So my specific domains... So I do Wi-Fi settings. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of do stuff that is kind of behind the scenes. Like, it just works for the customer. Yeah. You get in your car, and you want Wi-Fi, you disconnect, right? Yeah. So I'm under Wi-Fi. I also do OnStar. So I'm in charge of making sure our um, hardware communicates with the module in the car, which calls the advisors to make sure that audio feedback is transmitted both ways. Oh, my God. So I do that, and... I also help with tuning. So each of our vehicles needs to be tuned for audio. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure the bass is good, the treble is good, et cetera. So I'm also over that from a management level from the suppliers. So okay. Like, 
I was say, do you sure do the driving and stuff? Like, will you have to drive around and listen to it or not? I do do that sometimes. Oh I do have God. to verify to make sure, like, okay, this is good. It's a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Move on to the next car. So that's part of it. Yep. Oh, sure. my goodness. Why am I so excited? But that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like when you hear, like, you know how people think, like, engineers, and they say, like, oh, engineer, you, they work on your car, but they never talk about the specific things you can work on on the car. And that's super cool that you get to... Like, to make sure our sound... Because sound is important to us black folks. Very important. I need my bass to come through, okay? Yeah, exactly. And I'm probably when, the only one on our team that has look. the bass all the way up every time. <laughs> I, I'm, immediately, I'm like... Turn it up. up. <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> run that back, Metro. I, don't, I ain't hear it. Yeah, run like. it back again. <laughs> so, I want to take you back to something a little bit more fun. Even though what you were talking about is fun. I don't care what nobody say. But I wanted to know, where what were your favorite, like, studying snacks? Studying snacks. So Or work snacks, since you are professional. You know? <laughs> so in school, as you know, I was in Nesby. Mm-hmm. And I also was in IEEE. And both of those organizations have those snack stores. So it was mm, literally whatever yes. they had in their stores. Because we lived in the College of Engineering. So yeah. it was just like, I'm studying here. Oh, here's some grandma cookies or some <laughs> Doritos. Sometimes we had fruit snacks. It wasn't like, I wouldn't say the healthiest, but that's what we had and that's what I, I ate. I mean, <laughs> whatever hit the spot. And then at work, oh man, you, I would never thought that I would be addicted to coffee like I am because there's a Starbucks built into our building. Oh, So okay. every morning like I go in and I get coffee mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is annoying. I would have never thought I would have been spending $3 I had a latte a this week and I felt... Like, it's been a while since I had a latte, but it, like, you know how you when your eyes are dilated, the little, the black part is, like, wide open? Yeah. My black, my black part was so small, bro. I thought I was... Did they give you an extra shot I don't know what was happening, but I was like, whoa. And I had a, a small cup. I didn't even get a big cup. I was like, I really felt like I was on something, and all I had was a latte. And I normally get it was weird. I got a maple bacon latte from New Order Coffee, mm-hmm. and that sounds good. It was, and it had me turned up for some hours. I was like, "Did I? Did they put some extra?" <laughs> <in?"> <laughs> I think your body adapts because, like, I'm so used to just drinking caffeine, mm-hmm. now, and my brain thinks I need it to properly do work, like. Oh, you coffee. have one of them coffee mugs and be like, talk to me after my cup is <laughs> I wish I had one. I don't have one of those. <laughs> I need to buy one. I need to. That'll be a good investment. But um, I also, I'm trying to get away from it, but their banana nut bread, I, I always eat that at work. It's so good to me. I have a friend that loves their banana nut bread. And like, she was on the CPC with us. So whenever I would mm-hmm. get Starbucks, I would get her the banana nut bread like here. Yeah. Friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's that's like my morning, and then we have an Einstein bagels there too. But I don't, I rarely go there. One of my friends go there all the time. I see that on her Snap story. Yeah. She works for GM as well. Like, oh, so this one is fun too. So, what's some of your favorite like work slash studying music? Like, what did you listen to in college to get you through? And like, mm-hmm. what do you listen to at work since you do infotainment? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So in in college it was everything like I didn't have a limitation when it came to genres. It'll be hip hop, R and B. Sometimes I'll be listening to piano guys, all instrumental. Mm-hmm. Like that that really helped me like focus listening to instrumental music. It's like oh I gotta do this uh, 
equation balancing. I'm like, I need this record to I wish focus. I could do that. That's that's a talent. Because me, I be thinking of the words while I'm listening to the... Oh. The, See, I'm, I'm the complete opposite. When I listen to music, I hear the music part. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even hear the lyrics at first. I'm like, oh, this beat is good. And then right. I just go with the flow. And then next thing you know, people are like, you, do you like that song? You know what they're saying? I'm like, oh, what they saying? And what then they I go say? back and I'm like, oh. You got a nice beat. Right. Like, I like the <laughs> instrumental. The producer's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the I'm lyrics like, hey, are so much. Something I could dance to, you know, so. Did you ever listen to country? You no. know, the Yeehaw agenda is real strong 2019. Yeah. What's that, what's that song that just came out? <laughs> Old Time Road. Yeah. Old Town Road. Yeah, that song. No, I didn't listen to country in, in college. And now, as of 2019, I listen to country. Right. Like, Beyonce Daddy Lessons, go hard. It oh, yeah. Pop off real yeah. quick. And then at work, uh, it's the same thing, pretty Same much. thing, anything. Yeah. I don't really have to focus. Well, I, sometimes I do have to focus. Like, I'll have to. So, at GM, we're part of that open network, uh, open space design, mm-hmm. where we don't have an assigned desk anymore. No so cubicles. So, we can, like, rotate. Supposed to bring up collaboration, which it does, but sometimes I'm like, I don't want to talk to no one, mm-hmm. I don't even want you to see me. So I'll like go and do not disturb on Skype, <laughs> I'll go in a conference room and say busy, mm-hmm. and like one of the faded conference rooms you can't see inside. Oh, so it just says busy, and I go in there and I just focus on whatever I got to do because a lot of things is literally sitting there and focusing, yeah. Trying to remain high level because I can't. Yeah, I know. It's like I was like, don't tell them too much. Nah. I can't talk too much, but like just focus in that room on that. Then there's other times where I need other people and we have to do other things. But yeah, I I've worked in the um, I've worked in the um areas where they had like open concept, mm-hmm. and I've also done like cubicle like workspaces Mm -hmm. i kind of do like the open concept sometimes yeah but i've i've always luckily whenever i've been in a mood i've been in the cubicle setting i've never been in an open space and i've been like in the mood so so when i first started at gm we had the cubicles Mm -hmm. and i was like yes i was all excited and i'm like yeah let me go get these pictures of my friends and family let me decorate it look make it nice looking nice and then they're like oh we're gonna renovate i'm like what (laughs) they're like go to this building for four months and then come back and that's what we did and then it was all All the walls was gone okay (laughs) uh i guess it's good i guess so how long have you been a professional Mm, well i graduated i was done with school in 2014 okay so no, that's not right. Twenty fifth, is it twenty fifteen? I don't know when you graduate. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it was so twenty fifteen. I had to take two more classes like after I like graduated. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was supposed to start working at DT Energy because I was a co op there, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yeah, we want to convert you to full time." And then this was like August, I want to say. Mm-hmm. They were telling me this, and then they're like, "Well, we can hire you in first thing next year," and I'm like, "Hmm." <laughs> I'm like I need a wedding long set up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you want me to just wait months and then I was like, yeah, I can't do that. So I, I ended up actually working at LG Electronics. Okay. That August, so or um that November, so it was like a few months, like three months. I didn't have a job. I was just well, I had a job, but I was I wasn't in my, uh, profession. Then I finally got into LG Electronics, validation engineer. That was cool. Mm-hmm. But was that here in Michigan? Yeah, okay. it was in Troy. Okay. So, like, right by Oklahoma. That's where they're at. 
And I was okay, but it was my first, like, full-time, hey, salary, benefits, everything. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really enjoy the work. And I think that's kind of hard to pinpoint, like, when you're in school and even when you're co-oping and interning. Yeah. You always hear what they tell you, like, yeah, this is going to happen once you become full-time. But it's different to actually experience it. Right. So I was there. I'm like, hmm. And nothing against validation engineers at all. Right. We definitely need them, but it wasn't for me. I was like, uh, can I move on to a different group? And they basically was like, no. So I was like, okay. And I left and I went to Chrysler. So <laughs> I was at FCA <laughs> for like a year and a half. I was at Chrysler. And that was kind of the same thing. It just being young and trying to get my feel for what I really want to do. Yeah. And then I went to GM, which by this time I'm like, okay, I want this and I want that. And I right. Work on this. And I lined up perfectly. And then now I'm here and I love it. It's, I'm, I'm glad I did it. That's nice. So, what was the, what was like your time in between finding like your, how was that job seeking process? Because I'm one of those engineers who are like, I graduated, <laughs> I end up, I end up doing a boot camp, so I wasn't like fully looking for for three months, but like I've been actually like hardcore job seeking for like two months now. Mm-hmm. So like, how was that process for you? Depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna even lie. Well, honestly, it's like. like- like I have this degree and I'm trying to get in somewhere. It's like it was depressing. It was definitely um, time consuming. You got to stay focused. You have to, more importantly, not give up. Just keep, you know, keep networking. Mm. Ask around. There's job openings left and right. You never know. There's people you may know. Like hey, I, hey, this HR girl. She wants me to. She wants me to send resumes. Right. So you just never know. But it was. It was different because I've never experienced that. Right. And then it was like you apply for something, you think it's perfect, and then sometimes you even almost get to the finish line in the process, and they're like, no. Right. Dang. And that's one thing I'm, like, realizing now is, like, before when you're getting a job, there's, like, one interview or two interviews. Like, when you're going into a career position, it's, like, six, seven Mm -hmm. interviews. I'm like... Oh my God, y'all! Yep, like, yep. I was only prepared for two. Yeah. Now I got six more to go through, <laughs> and then y'all go. To, y'all make you wait weeks at a time. Like, yeah. I, I feel that on a spiritual level because I'm still interviewing for two jobs, and mm-hmm. it's been going on two weeks, mm-hmm. two, and I still got two more interviews after this one. I'm like, can y'all just tell me I got the job? Right. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> you know you like me. Just, <laughs> right. Just get just fly. Just I'm trying to get flued out. Just do it. Right. Like, trying to go through logistics. Right. No, you know you like me. <laughs> Everybody like me. Come on. But that's what's up. Yeah. Don't give up. Just keep keep pushing. I am. I got one tomorrow. So. Good luck. Good well, luck. tomorrow is Monday, but when you hear this, it'll be Wednesday. But whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all get it. <laughs> Y'all get the gist. So I want to know what got you into STEM. Um. So growing up, I've always loved math. Always. That was my favorite subject. Let's not talk about English or grammar, but <laughs> I used to always want to do everyone's math. I helped out with my sisters with math. And then um my dad he purchased me a Lionel train set. No. So we always every Christmas we would put it together and I'll always be playing with my Lionel train to get me like a new train car every year. I used to be so excited. And I'm like, Dad, who drives these uh, trains? He's like, those are engineers. And I'm like, oh, those are engineers. I'm like, I'm going to be an engineer when I grow up because I 
just had this addiction with Lionel trains. Mm-hmm. Like, even now, like I still have an addiction. To, it's okay. It's to okay. trains, First like off, in general, even the big ones. I want to see that on your <laughs> IG. Your next post should be the trains. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was always embedded in my mind. Like, oh, go to school. I'm gonna be an engineer. I want to do something with trains. Do something with freight. Like it was just something with the mechanism of coupling the train cars. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting real geeky right now. But it's okay. Go. <laughs> let it all out. Let it all out. But I just, I was really drawn to that. Then as I got older, um, I fell in love with electronics. So mm-hmm. computers, gadgets, iPods, MP3 players. And I was working You're on taking those. it back with the MP3s. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it wasn't a phone. It was just the MP3 It was player. just music. <laughs> Nothing else. No games. None of that. Right. Had a little bitty thing clip <laughs> on your hip. Like <laughs> They don't know nothing about that. They're like, what's that? I know. Girl, the ghetto. I made ghetto. a post earlier about uh, LimeWire. <laughs> right. Like, what's that? The ghetto, girl. We didn't, we didn't glue up. <laughs> right. And so, the electronics thing, and then I, that was my new addiction. And then flip phones, and then the phones got Bluetooth. So I went to King. Okay. So I was known as one of the ringtone dudes to make your ringtone and Bluetooth them to you. Oh my God. Like I would take requests. I didn't I didn't sell them. Like I would take requests. It was just something I like doing. Wow, you could have you you could have been a millionaire. You want that Monica (laughs) so gone? I got you. That new Monica. Right. (laughs) That new Monica. (laughs) So yeah, that happened. And then the G1 came out. I don't know if you remember that. T-Mobile G1. That was the very first Android ever in the world. Like, yeah. I literally remember looking I, my at the first, App Store. My like first smartphone. Apps. Well, I think, no. I don't think that was a smartphone. My first touch phone, I guess, like, touch screen phone was probably the chocolate. Mm. Yeah. So, that was my first one. Okay. I remember my friend. I remember that phone. It, it was it so cute. Up, right? Yeah, it was super cute. And, and then like Metro came out with one. Yeah. They had the different color ones. And then that's when I found out with cell phone bills. Like when you text and stuff, costs a lot of money. So I got put on Metro. <laughs> <laughs> like right. everybody did. Everybody from the hood got put on Metro because right. Verizon was taxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. But you said the G G one? T Mobile G one. Yeah. I you gotta show me that. I'm gonna yeah. put that on the Instagram. Yeah, show people what like you were talking about. If if you see it, you're probably like, Oh, I do remember seeing that phone. I remember now. the sidekick. I wanted one of those. I did too. It was yeah. too expensive. <laughs> that was a super cool but yeah. I had nobody to talk to. So it'll be like, What you using this phone? Right. <laughs> like you got a what phone. You, need you, don't, it for? you don't need that phone. I want an instant message. Who? <laughs> Who you gonna instant message? Yourself? Your mama? Right. <laughs> she right here. You ain't left her side. <laughs> that was me. I wanted a cell phone, had nobody to talk to. But the yeah. It's hey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want things you can't have. Yeah. So what else did you, like, get into? After, like, did you do any programs? Programs in regards to? Like, when you was in school? Oh, like, growing up. Yeah. The only program I was in was, it was something called Project Seed, and I forget what the seeds are stood for, mm-hmm. but it reminded me of Math Corps at Wayne State. It was, like, the exact same thing. Okay. Maybe it was called something different back then. I'm not sure, I but know. I remember being in sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Uh, Mr. McGullen was his name, and he basically made sure we understood math. He he taught us algebra early, mm-hmm. and we had to agree, disagree, hand signs. <laughs> that remind me of math core. So I'm like, oh, well, that's the only program I was in. 
ever. And you still became an engineer. And I still became an engineer. No, because and I was an MSAT. Oh, you're the MSAT. Okay. Yeah. Everybody else that I like, people I've interviewed too, that's from Detroit. Everybody went to DAPSEP. I didn't go. I didn't do it. I which didn't was either. which was crazy because I remember seeing it like when I, I went to Marquette Elementary Middle School. And when I was in the elementary school, I remember seeing that logo, yeah. but I wasn't in the program. Yeah. And then in middle school, I went to Chandler Park mm-hmm. um, Middle School for 7th and 8th grade. 6th grade, I went to some school I warned that was called Ben Ross Academy. Okay. Ugh, I don't even know how I ended up there. But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't go to DAPSA, but I did do math core. I did the Wayne State math core. Okay. And then... I was just kind of on my own for a while because I went to I went to a kind of a technical high school and then it wasn't really technical. All we did was fly planes and only the what, top ten percent. I went to Davis Aerospace. Oh, that's so, right by my mom. Yeah, off French Road. We only that was the only like true technical part is the airplane part, but only the top ten percent could do that part. And, okay, you know, not everybody meets the requirements, yeah. but then. And I didn't get into Nesby until I was like, until I transferred to Lawrence Tech. And that time in between there, I was just pretty much on my own and okay. finding my way and stuff like that. Okay. So I was like, I I wish I heard a dab set for real, for real, but Same I here. didn't. But I still, I'm still an engineer. So yeah. we're at the end of the day, right, it's still, it still <laughs> happening for us. And we're from Detroit. We just didn't go to dab set. Uh, it works, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's cool. So you said you did seed. So I guess I want to know why is it important to have STEM in our communities? Um, I think it's important because one, that's a, a huge share of the job market is STEM. Mm. Not only the job market, but like good paying jobs yeah. there in STEM. Um, also representation. We need to be able to be like, okay, we went through here. Mm-hmm. We went through this rather. Um, we made it and this is what we did you can do it as well right and don't let no one no one <laughs> intimidate you flip the hand around <laughs> <laughs> I'm back like it's a video <laughs> recorder I'm like no <laughs> the inside of your hand color <laughs> exactly but yeah for real it's it's very important Um, I brought my niece with me last week to work it was bring your kid to work day I don't have no kid so I brought her I thought that was so cute. It. I saw that. Yeah, I she loved cute. it. And she, I think she's going to be one of those STEM kids. Cause okay. Just where she's at mentally, like even in school, like she loves math over reading. I'm not saying. I mean, reading is cool and all <laughs> for leisurely purposes. <laughs> yeah. Not saying there's anything wrong with reading, but she she's more and focused on math like I was when I was younger. And I'm like, oh, she's going to be like get her in STEM and some programs. Yeah. Which reminds me, I need to, like, start pushing for that. Well, she's nine, so she can start I mean, you know, programs. you can take her to these uh, Journey Got an event on May 18th. Mm-hmm. I'll send you the uh, IG. Yes. Yeah, they um, have an event on the east side. I don't know where your niece live, but they got an event on the east side um, by, I never say it right. Is Heidelman? Heidelman? I don't know. Okay. But it's um, on Seven Mile. Okay. And, um... Hayes area, Seven Mile Hayes area, okay. and they do a bunch of coding, like a lot, mm. and it's free, I believe. So I'll send you that yeah, flyer. Don't that. worry. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that on your IG. I thought that was super cute, and I agree. Having representation matters because, like I said, I was on my own for like majority of high school. So once I got to college, 
you get you kind of get smacked in the face with reality like yeah. it kind of like stump you out like real quick yeah, and yeah. you feel like i'm the only one in my class i'm not gonna make it through though nobody want to help me right. i don't know how to relate to these people yeah. so then like when i found nesby i was like whoa mm-hmm. it's so many people like yeah. me <laughs> like yep. they don't go to my school but you know, we can still connect on levels yeah. of seeing like, oh, well, this person's doing it. Yeah. So I know I can do it. So that's super important. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I was kind of the same way. I think I joined Nesby my second year. Mm-hmm. And I got to give a shout out to Elena. Yeah, and, that was my first guest. <laughs> and to Richard. <laughs> yeah. Because they both was like, hey, you know, there's this thing called Nesby. And at first I was like, oh, whatever. I'm like, I'm trying to focus on my grade. Right. Like, I ain't trying to join no social group. <laughs> right. I'm like, what? I'm like, I am not pledging. Like, I don't know what's going on. No. But- <laughs> Look, you don't pledge Nesby until you join a CPC, okay? We'll get that straight. I've like- heard the stories. <laughs> but, yeah, but, no, I, I'm thankful for them for even reaching out. So they made me join, and it was just great. Ever since then, it was just like. Smooth oh, selling. You took I took this class before. Oh. So you got the test. <laughs> like, well, you got so, the you got the, so you got the homework solutions. <laughs> right. <laughs> Most of them tell you no and just help you through it, though. I'm just saying. But I do yeah. ask. You, nothing hurts but to ask. Yeah. But, yeah, Richard did the same thing with me. Like, he found out. I think when I got to Nesby, my second year in Nesby, mm-hmm. Really, like, my first six months in Nesby, I was like, I want to be in leadership. So, of course, I joined the regional board. And then that's when I met Richard. And he was like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Detroit. He was like, oh, what side? I'm like, oh, I'm from the east side. I'm like, from East Morning, like, East Morning Kaji. Or he was like, 4824. I was like, yeah, 4824. <laughs> he was like, you my new mentee. <laughs> like, Immediately. <laughs> Immediately, like, you from my hood. We gonna make it out, period. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. And then you know, you get richer, you get Elena, you get the whole crew. Yep. The next thing you know, I'm an honorary Wayne State student. I'm hey, like, <laughs> for real. I don't know. I just got a whole family that quick. So yeah, that, that yep. was my life. <laughs> so, you talked about bringing your niece to work with you. What other ways do you like currently help close the pipeline in the STEM world? Um, so. There's a point in your life, I think, where you do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and you kind of get situated with your career. And I think that situated with your career part, at least for myself, it was a lot of me time. It was a lot of, okay, let me make sure everything is situated. Mm-hmm. Make sure these student loans take care of. Make sure these <laughs> bills are good. Make sure, like, just make sure everything is like, okay, now that I'm okay, let me start helping out more. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at right now. Like now... I'm getting more involved with Nesby. I just joined the professional chapter. Oh, like, you about to have when a I good signed time. up for a conference. Okay, so that's when I joined. The pro- I'm like, All right, let me get more involved, so I could do a lot more right now. Because before I graduated, huh? you going to PDC? I don't know. It's in San Diego. It's in August. Yes. <laughs> I don't oh. know. I hope you go because I'm gonna be. <laughs> I wish I could go. I I gotta see how these offers lay out in the yeah, next two yeah. weeks. I might go, but okay. But, yeah, the professional chapters in Nesby are amazing. I can tell you that much. So that's going to be lit when you get into that. I'm going to hook you up with some people, put you in the group meetings. Well, you should probably already be in the group meetings. I'm not. I'll add you to it later. I'll (laughs) add you later. Don't worry. (laughs) So, like you said, you were getting situated in 
you know, yourself and figuring out what you want to do with your career, how did you handle your stress during that time? Um, I'd probably say the gym. Like, I, going to the gym just makes everything, like, go, like, whew, Oh, I wish I and could also, <laughs> I'm just fat. And also, <laughs> you are so silly. <laughs> and also my family, like, I'm very, very close with all my families. Mm-hmm. Like, even my cousins, we're all the same age. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, more siblings I have. So it's literally going, you know, going with them. We do stuff together. And then we kind of talk about our issues amongst each other. Mm-hmm. So that we're not, like, a bottle shaking up. <laughs> about yeah, to about to explode. Uh, family, physical activity, and also just planning and looking ahead and like, okay, this little mind milestone that's coming up, I want to meet it and make it a small one so you're not yeah. overwhelmed. So that's just what I how I got through it. That's true. You are close to your family. Every time I see your post, I'll be like, he got another cousin. Like, <laughs> I'm like, your right. family is so big. My cousin was just here from New York. I'm like, hey, we got to link up. Look, it's so funny because somebody <laughs> has sent me something on um, – IG and it was like people who don't have it was like me with eighty six cousins and then somebody else with four cousins and I'm like so y'all ain't got a bunch of cousins I'm like that's me sis I got oh, seven cousins oh. <laughs> like I have under twenty cousins y'all got eighty seven of them and I literally have like thirteen like Man, and like yeah. out of the thirteen I think two are great grands like <laughs> so like, not, like I do not have a lot of cousins. You're like I can't relate. Like I can't relate. <laughs> Y'all got a whole, you know, league over here. A <laughs> I whole have, army. Like it's four it's like six of us. That's I, I am. I like. I look at y'all like, dang, y'all ain't even gotta have friends. Y'all right. got cousins, <laughs> mm-hmm. and me, I'm like the baby. My oldest, my closest cousin to me is like three years older than me, and he a boy. Mm-hmm. The closest girl is nine years older than me, so okay. we ain't got nothing in common. Like, <laughs> See, that's that's funny because I'm close with my older cousins as well. Like, I even some that are like forty something. Like, we still hang out and do stuff together. Yeah, now we can. Yeah, but I just got to the age where yeah. we could before they was like grown and all. Right. Like, I'm not about to hang out with no 12 year old exactly like i'm going back telling all they business because i ain't know i know you weren't supposed to be doing that why would you die? i ain't know he wasn't supposed to be here when we was right. when my mama was at home how was i supposed to know i thought it was cool you know i thought my mama would think right. it was funny too i was just having a conversation like, like i was just telling my mama the joke he said because it was funny and then she was like he was here when i wasn't here like yeah you ain't know so how was i supposed to know that's you know that ain't That's my funny. fault. That ain't my fault. So, what is like? What is a big goal? Because you talked about your milestones you wanted to meet. But what is a goal that you thought you wouldn't achieve but that you end up achieving or accomplishing? I graduated from college. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> so it's it was it was an, an adjustment because in high school on a road, top of class, grades, like I go to Wayne State. First of all, I was already mad they put me in a, a lower math class and mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to be yeah. in, but I needed to be in that math class. I was like, oh, okay. And then all the other classes just realizing like I'm I feel like I'm behind mm-hmm. compared to everyone else who was here. I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is I'm struggling. So I I was that guy to go and get extra help from the TAs and extra help from Nesby just to make sure I understood something. Because mm-hmm. it definitely wasn't a walk in the park. I used to be like, dog, am I really gonna get through this because I don't understand the people that just blew through engineering school. Like yeah. I don't get it. 
I don't understand it. I don't even. I don't can't relate. Don't know her. Haven't spoken to that person. Who yeah. is she? Like, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's real. I I say this all the time. I definitely was like two weeks out and like I can't make it. Like yeah. you can. You can ask Richard and Elena. I was definitely calling them. Like I don't know if I'm gonna make it, y'all. Yeah. I'm two weeks out, and this is. You are not alone. Death is upon me. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, my question is, how do we prevent that? Like, how do we prevent that for like the younger kids that are coming? A ongoing, like, solution. I guess you could say, like. For Nesby purposes, like that's why we have the 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 connections with DAPSEP, the math course, the this or that yeah. to make them feel confident. Cause like you won't go through self doubt in college regardless to who you are. Like right. unless, you know, you a wealthy white man, then you're gonna be like, Whatever, I can do whatever I want. I ain't even gotta pass these classes, I'm gonna still get a job in my daddy's company, I'm good. Right. So, cause I had a girl tell me that. Wow, really? She was like, I don't care what grade I get, I'm still gonna have a job. When I graduate, so I'm just here for oh. a formality. I'm like, oh, it must be nice. Well, you know, <laughs> formality. I must be nice. Can't relate. Right. <laughs> Me, and my mama, always looking at each other when this bill come in every month. Like, yeah. so, but it's, I don't know. I all I know is like I try to be a person that I always try to be that person or that mentor that I never had. So it that puts a sense. lot of stress on us because we also are trying to be like get our careers started and get established and blah, blah, blah. But during that time, there are people who need help. Right. So it's like that reaching back in, like that's the part. But I think organizations like Nesby, organizations like um, DAPSEP and like Wayne State has Math Core, we have LSAMP. There's other like programs. It's just like people need to know where they are yeah. and talk about them. Awareness. Yeah. And I was just talking to my mom about that the other day, and I'm like, it's so many programs. It's so many. But it's like, how do you get to the people who don't necessarily care about it? Yeah. Like, I know how to get to the people who care about it because they're mm -hmm. looking for it. You right. run into them because you're, you're like, hey, I got this. And they're right. like, oh, I was looking for that. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know how to reach the people who don't care about it. Like, the other people who see engineering be like, ugh, I ain't doing it. Or, ugh, my kids ain't into math. Or, oh, I can't help them with that, so I ain't going to do it. Yeah. So I don't Immediately know. Immediately dismissing yeah, it. Yeah, like, mm. I see that a lot because I, I work at the science center. And I, I see that a lot with people with their kids. When they bring their kids there and they're like, oh, I don't want to see this. So they're not going to go see this. Like, what if your kid want to see it? Right. Like, because you don't want to pay $6? Like, that's bold. $6. The next thing you know, they could be curing cancer because right. you brought them to the science center <laughs> exactly. and took them to see extreme weather or something. You you don't know until you let your kid do it. So that's a very good question. I think it has a very long, 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 long solution yeah. <laughs> that takes so many different parts. And then the next question would be how to get the people who are willing to help, how do they know about it too? That, I think, is a easy solution. Because people who want to help try their best to help. Mm -hmm. And people who don't want to but act like they want to help mm -hmm. just keep talking about the problem but don't ever try to be a part of the solution. So you know the people that's a part of the solution because they're doing things. Right. And the people who... You can tell the people who 
know the problem but don't want to be a part of the solution. They just keep talking about the problem. And you see those people all the time now. The big swirl. Yeah. <laughs> the, ones, <laughs> the ones that just keep talking, off, talking, 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 and don't do anything. And, yeah, I see those people a lot. And I, I, I used to be like, how do we get people to know that they can help, blah, blah, blah. And this is literally easy. Like, I have friends who they work in their, like, early career, mm-hmm. and they – are looking for things to volunteer at. Like, they want to mm-hmm. go out into the community and give back. So mm-hmm. that's the type... Those type of people exist. True. So... And then even in your careers... Yeah. Like, like at GM, we have programs like... National, what is it called? African American Network CAN? I don't know what this stands for. Sorry. Colored. But... <laughs> I hope not. I'm right to HR. Like. <laughs> they got a colored program. Like, what? What does, what does that mean? But, um, no, they have different programs within your careers, and you can reach out that way, too. Yeah. So, so. I think those people exist, and they are very active. The people who claim that they don't know where to go, mm-hmm. you, can, you can easily find somewhere to volunteer, somewhere. Even just doing, like, a community cleanup. You ain't even got to do the tutoring part or interact with kids. You can just be there, like... Donate to somebody's classroom, you know, right. give supplies. Like, even if you don't want to do, like, um, I think they do this every year. Even I see it on Twitter. Like, people tweet out, I have a classroom. We're running low on supplies. If you would like to donate, we have mm-hmm. this. And they have, like, classroom, ca- um, what do they call it? I just heard it on the podcast, too. Um, a pantry. Mm, okay. So, like, students who, you know, they don't have. Um, they don't get healthy meals at home, so they come to school hungry and blah, blah, blah. So the teachers go out and buy and fill up a pantry so kids can come and eat and stuff. So, like, you ain't even got to, you know, pay for, you know, you don't have to do the, the tutoring or you don't have to do the, or, like, the volunteering for that stuff. You can just give your money. Right. Like, sometimes just... <clears throat> just giving money <laughs> is, like, the perfect thing you can do. Yeah. And then also, like, in Elena's episode, she talked about, like, now she's at the point in her life where she can pay for a student's, like a college student's books. Like, mm-hmm. I know you can't afford this. Right. Let me help you. Or like, if they want to go to a conference, like maybe you tutoring them and them, them seeing y'all and Nesby on campus is not enough for them to see like there's a place for them in this in this world or in the STEM world. Then you pay for their registration to go to conference and right. you see those 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 people get and get motivated and come back home like I can do this. So right. like there yeah, I I guess you can tell I'm a, a bit passionate about this yeah. cuz I know a lot of people <laughs> that just talk 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 and don't do anything and it's like you doing all this yik yakking is not going to solve nothing. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is put them feet to the ground. And put open up them pockets. Some action, <laughs> action. <laughs> All that bumping them gums ain't gonna do nothing for nobody or you because it's tiring you out. Right. So you focusing on the negative when you could be looking at the positives and trying to attribute to the solution. When you working on the solution, you ain't got time to talk because you're so busy thinking about what you can fix. I want that on the shirt, dog, <laughs> right now. Like, I want that quote on the shirt. <laughs> when you're working on the solution, when you were doing homework in college, when you was thinking and writing down the solution, you ain't had time to be talking to nobody because you like, I got to get this solution done. I ain't right. got time to be talking about the- No. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
I'm a little passionate about that. <laughs> Got a little hot. Because, you know, people be talking all the time. And it's just like, what you going to do about it, though? Right. What are you going to do? Tell me. Like, what is the plan? Like, <laughs> what's next? What's next? I'm an engineer. I need logic. How can we move forward? What's the okay, logic? What's the process? What's the steps? <laughs> like, yes, I know it's a problem. Solution. Right. Like, so, talking about problem solutions, I want to know your favorite project. It could be any project. Like, you can go back as far as high school, whatever. Or college. Well, you know, I know you can't talk too much about work, but my favorite project is work. You can talk it about the work, work. yeah, I but you talk can't about talk about it. it. <laughs> Dang. Uh, let me see if I can say something <laughs> without. Saying. Yeah, that's uh, the hard part about work projects. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I can't. I can't talk about it. Oh dang! But y'all gotta become an engineer, GM, <laughs> to find out. <laughs> but I can talk about a project in school. It wasn't my favorite though, but I still talk about it. Um, <laughs> it's the second best, second rate. Yeah. <laughs> it's the non-confidential favorite. <laughs> so I don't know if you you're familiar with like microprocessors and mm-hmm. the different names. So for our senior design project, my group and I made basically a safe because we're like. Safes are pretty important. Mm-hmm. You know, people put money in it. People put whatever. Weapons. In it. <laughs> right. You know, heirlooms, That's jewelry. That's why I say Glock, but <laughs> I didn't want to just You know, it. hey, that is important too. <laughs> so our, um, <laughs> our project was to create a safe, which we did. Like, we brought supplies from Home Depot or and Lowe's, and we built, like, a box. And then the attachment that's where we had the microprocessor come into handy. It's like basically a, a latch okay. that'll open up. But then it was also, it was a three-step uh, authentication. Mm-hmm. So you had to type in a pin, and then you had to use your voice. Oh, And then nice. you had to, um, I feel like I talked about the third one. Did I? No. Maybe it was only two. I don't know. Voice and, no, it was, it was two. Okay, yeah. I so was like, voice I don't know. voice and code. <laughs> <laughs> And we basically had to had a microprocessor adapt to each of our voices. It was four of us, so that only the four of us would be able to open it and with our own uh, particular pin. So that was what microprocessor did y'all use? It was an old Motorola <laughs> HC11, and I remember we were so mad because I wish I got a video of your face. <laughs> We were disgusting. so mad because this is like a, a processor from 1970. And, oh, we, and there were newer ones that yeah. we could do a lot more with. Mm-hmm. So we were limited to the RAM management. So it was like, we can only do so much for the project. So we were like, are you sure we can't use it? He was else? so but... mad. I wish I got a boomerang <laughs> of that face. He was so... I understand you, though. Like, when you have to work with technology that's just outdated for no reason, like, this could be so much better. I get you. But that was funny. But, (laughs) wow, I've never even heard of that. That Motorola MC7? HC11. HC, oh, see? I can't even, wow. I'm thinking you about to say, like, a Raspberry Pi or something or Arduino. I wish we (laughs) Hopefully, right now. They using them, yeah. And not using these same old micro. <laughs> yeah, I think my senior design project, my last two, I think the first one had a Raspberry Pi, and we had to do a flapping wing apparatus mm-hmm. to um, figure out how to, like, create um, 
replicate hummingbird wings. Ooh. Yeah, so that, that was cool. It was a lot. It was like nine <laughs> of us on that project. Ooh. Nine? Nine. That mean nine total personalities. Ooh, that's another uh topic. Nine right there. <laughs> nine counted. Nine okay. counted. There was more than nine personalities attended. <laughs> But there were nine. Say no more. <laughs> Look. So, yes, it was a lot. But it took a lot, though. Like, that project was big. And then, like, we we were mechanicals. All of us were mechanical. Yeah, we are mechanical engineers. Um, We had no robotic students on our team, no electrical students on our team. So all of us had to, like, mechanicals don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, we take one electrical class and one, like, crossover class which is mechatronics or controls okay and we that's it so like that was a lot okay so we i mean we managed to get it to work so <laughs> so, so did it literally was like it wasn't two wings we had one wing okay because we had to start with one wing because once you get one properly working then you can get the other one to yeah. work because um and we got it to the speed we wanted and the angle of attack we wanted, but I don't think we could have properly um, assessed um, the what are they talking about the speed or the, like the amount of air that impacts the wing. Okay. We couldn't get that data. We couldn't get the data because of how we were collecting it on the sensors. Okay, because they used um they tried to use like it's like photo something. It's photo. I wish I remember this is like a year ago, but okay. <laughs> like it was like they took pictures and the pictures were supposed to um, take a picture of this one particular like dotted sheet of paper. And the, the camera was supposed to be able to capture that mm. and tell us how much um, pressure was on each wing. Okay. And it by the time we got to that part of the project, we had three weeks left and they were like, it's going to take you two months to get it just um validated and i was like we got three weeks <laughs> <laughs> we, so, got three. we got it to spin we got both the motors to work and we got the angle of attack we wanted but we didn't get that part but it's okay, it's okay. they went on to the next semester and they worked on it and they mm -hmm. got that part together okay but yeah the sensor part was very hard to get to work that was the most difficult part do you know like what oh it's raspberry pi you said Right. Yeah, okay. we use Raspberry Pis on that one. And then the one I had, the project I had for my final semester, um, we had to figure we had to build a test stand that um helped you get automatic tire tire pressure sta stabilization. So I can't talk, y'all. <laughs> um, but basically like you know when you get that light on your uh dash and say tail like tail. the Yeah, it's tell you that your tire pressure is low and it'll automatically fill up. Like Inflated. when you stop It'll automatically like put the air pressure back to normal, and we use the Arduino for that one. Nice. We use a little small one too. It's kind of cool how you see those. I'm really into robots right now. Mm -hmm. I saw today on Twitter it was a robot. It was funny because somebody else had tweeted about it and they was like, "I don't want no robot making my food." I'm like, "But the robot ain't even burn the omelet. Like, <laughs> look at it even burn it though." But I doing it better than you. Really? Why you I complaining? Like, I'm like, first off. I get what you mean. I would prefer to have a person make my food sometimes because people are nasty. Yeah. But I just thought it was so cool that the robot literally knew, like, where to stop, where to pick this up, where to do this, how much to put in there. And, like, it didn't burn the omelet. Like, mm. I'm like I was Is literally. Is that here in Michigan? Or I don't it? think it was in Michigan. But I, 
I thought that was so cool just to see like the mechanics of it and like I want to see the code like yeah. who made this and what languages did you use because that robot literally like once you press the buttons like you put the ingredients in the little the little catch thing mm -hmm. you put a plate on there so it knows that where to put the omelet mm -hmm. and you press sunny side up for your eggs or omelet and it like it took the uh once it first of all it greased the little skillet <laughs> This, it did I, the prep work. It too. did the prep work, and it took the little your ingredients and put it in there. It see that's how I know it was smart because it's like it cooked the ingredients of the omelet first versus oh. the eggs. Like you know, how some people cook the eggs then put the ingredients yeah. in there, and it cooked the ingredients first, then poured the egg over it. Like it know where to, it knew where to get the ladle for the eggs, picked it up, poured it on there, let it cook for a little bit, picked up the spatula, flipped it. Dang. I was like, this Look, robot. Look, we need to figure out where that was at. <laughs> I need to go. I need to go. I'm like, I know it's weird and people get weirded out by that stuff, but my geek jumped out. Like, right, yeah. It was like, I know the person I was tweeting back and forth with, they was like, what is she talking about? Because I was like, <laughs> I wonder what languages they use and how did they yeah. get it to move and like, how do they know specific measurements and those Sensors on, on like, it. <laughs> I was, I geeked out. I was. Are we yes. sure it's not a person in robot suit? <laughs> Because it was so smooth about it, and it knew exactly where to stop, where to push stuff. Like, in the the spatula was a rubber spatula. It didn't have sensors on it. Mm. So I was like, this robot knows where to stop and where, like, that was amazing to me. But, you know, I'm new to the robot world, so I'm, like, probably, yeah. I'm amazed by stuff that was accomplished 10 years ago. <laughs> well, me and you both. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you know, they got cars that drive by themselves these days. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's like, I want to talk about this so bad. <laughs> so, I want to know, since you said all your life you've been into math and stuff, if you weren't an engineer, what would you be? Hmm. That's a good question. I think... I will probably be a chef because really? I really know how to cook. Okay, so when we have a Sunday dinner. <laughs> like, like, for real, you can like, come over. Like, I'm coming over for brunch, <laughs> period. <laughs> but, yeah, I will probably be a one of those chefs. I will probably try to pursue one of those, like, Food Network things. Oh, would you go on the cook shows? Yeah, like, go on Ooh. cook shows and try to be guests. And Is Rachel Ray still out, like, on Food Network? I don't know. I think I she transitioned to talk show world, right? She was in daytime. Okay. I don't know where she is now. I used though. to have a weird fascination with her shows. I used to always they were good watch though. Thirty minute meals, like oh, she was so good smart. at that. She was good <laughs> at t she was really really good at TV cooking. Like she made it seem as though it wasn't as quick as it was. Yeah. Like she would be cooking forty five minute meals in like ten minutes. Right. So she like, was really good at that. Oh. But that oh that's sweet. I think you should have like an engineering cook off. You should do one with y'all with the Nesby friends. We should. Cause I would be so. Down I'm trying for to that. come to a cookout this summer. So. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Trying to set it up real quick. Like, <laughs> you know how everybody got a podcast now. We do a live recording and do a cookoff. I'm, you know, Ooh. I'm gonna I'm put that bug out there. Right, so, put it out there. So y'all can do that. <laughs> That's cool though. Like cooking is something I don't hear a lot. Mm -hmm. I hear like I would be a dancer or. My um a couple of guests ago I had like she said she would be a teacher which I thought was like mind boggling I'm like who a teacher 
I can volunteer for an hour, but yeah, eight hours <laughs> with somebody else's kid every day, <laughs> every day, no, multiple. Kids. But God bless teachers because for real. Y'all are they go through so much. Y'all, are, what what do they call it? The pinnacle. Like you're the start of all careers as a teacher. So, God, God bless y'all. Y'all are pillars <laughs> of society. Y'all need to be paid way more. You're taken care of. I appreciate y'all. Um, we all appreciate our teachers. Yes, we all remember them too. Mm-hmm. That's very important. What do you like? What do you do? That's like non-step. Is cooking your hobby or no? I wouldn't, mm, you wouldn't call it a hobby? No, I just cook because I'm hungry. <laughs> Period. Whoever <laughs> had guests, I'm like, oh, let me cook. Well, but. let me find out because I be hungry <laughs> all the time and I be looking for somebody to cook. Do you have hobbies though? Not really. I mean, I have. I still have this weird obsession with mobile technology. Mm-hmm. So like I can be like, oh, you got an iPhone 10 or you got a 10s, and I know the microprocessor that's in there. Oh. That's kind of nerdy, but I can I like tell that. you like devices like you can you have category fourteen LTE, so you're getting this megabit per second download speed, what? or <laughs> you can take your phone to this area of the world. I'm about to bring my modem to you. Like, <laughs> like, so I read up on these tech sites every day for like hours. Oh, what's your and favorite tech site? So my. Favorite one right now is Phone Scoop. I don't know if you heard of that. Phone Scoop, never heard of it. So they have all like the official mm-hmm. latest from each like OEM. So like Samsung, Apple, whatever mm-hmm. the news is. And then we have sites like Droid Live and Android Police, where it's more so, hey, these are rumors, these are leaked. It's mm-hmm. not, it's less official. Mm-hmm. Like the iPhone, the next iPhone leaked yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. Mm-mm. Tell us about it. Um. Ooh, you want me to tell you about it? Because so, <laughs> I need a new phone. <laughs> so the only thing that leaked was the cameras on the back. It's three cameras. So I'm assuming I got two and then they went back to one. <laughs> so no. the ghetto. Like, pick how many you want. So like I don't know if you've seen the S the Galaxy S ten. They have three cameras on the back. So mm-hmm. one is like a standard, one is a wide lens, mm-hmm. and then one is a telephoto so you can zoom in. So the iPhone is rumored to have those same three cameras, which is cool. The T is, is that <laughs> Samsung makes both iPhones and Galaxies. So <laughs> that's why Apple well, they Apple just waits until Samsung gets it perfected mm-hmm. and then they put it on their devices. <laughs> which is like kind of smart because a lot of people aren't as techy and they'd be like, oh, this is amazing. I'd be like, I had that for four years, but OK, it's amazing. Um, you had yeah. it for four years, but it was janky. <laughs> <laughs> now it's perfected. It, it, it kind of depends because, like the, I can't remember if it's Samsung or LG. One of them makes the iPhones actual OLED panel on the tens, so they make the actual screen using that technology. I want to say Samsung, but it could be LG. I think it's Samsung. Okay. Because I think some, somebody was telling me who worked at Apple was like, we don't, Apple doesn't manufacture their phones. Yeah. So I think it is. Because LG, do they even have good touchscreens? Yeah, they, they actually, they're huge in the mobile like world. I have, I know they got good and like and home stuff. appliances. On. They home appliances is lit. Are they? Yes. I, that's my favorite part of Best Buy. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> You like I don't I'd like. I be yelling it. at LG because they 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 just put something out front looks really good and then when it comes to service and quality oh. like I've had this for two years and they're like oh well bye 
You know, they like, buy another you, one. You bought it. Right. Just get another one. Like, I already paid for hundred dollars right. for this like, I like I like that. well maybe because I ain't bought one yet but I like it when I go to the store they have the best <laughs> displays I'm like this looks so nice this will look nice in my future you know laundry room but yeah I yeah. watch a lot of HGTV too so mm. that's like that's my non STEM hobby oh. home improvement <laughs> yeah see like mentally I like that too but then it's like I can't do none of that stuff like my dad was really hands on like he'll build stuff into carpentry and all this stuff and I'm just like. You, you built the whole. You you built the whole safe. Talking about, <laughs> I'm sick of you. I'm already tired. That is different. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> I don't have time. I look at her. <laughs> taking a nap on this. I can't. <laughs> talking about, I don't build stuff. But that was just a, a box. So some people can't even <laughs> build a thought. <laughs> so just saying. I am super, super <laughs> curious about this. So, you you said you're feeling like you're more established now. Would you say you established? I think we always have, like, oh, room for improvement. Right, would you but feel yeah, like yeah. we were better than you were, like, two, three years ago? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yes. So, I want to know, get up all up in your business. <laughs> I want to know, <laughs> what are your goals? Um just for personal or for like career wise or like mm-hmm. whatever you want to do, I want you to do all three. I usually give the option of two or three, but I want you to do all three since you established. Um, so the increments are in the next three years, in the next five years, and then in the next ten years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So next three years, I actually need to go back to school. Well, I don't need to. I want to go back to school and get my master's, probably engineering management. Okay. Um, partly because that's one of the majors that GM will pay for. So Period. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> Free um, education, I will take it. Five years. Goodness. <laughs> Dang, why you gotta bring bring the hard questions to me? What would I uh, all right, five years I would probably say actually owning a house. Because okay. right now I'm renting. Okay. So I would rather be putting things into stuff I would like around the house versus making someone else rich. Mm -hmm. And then 10 years, um, I would like to be EGM. Oh, so EGM is uh, engineering group manager. It's it's the manager at GM. I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) My face went like. Yeah, I immediately saw it. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, duh. She don't know what that means. She doesn't work there. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I want to be an EGM. Um, I have my career plan lined up like within the company. Mm -hmm. Like we have an internal tracker. And that's where I want to be, like, within the 10 years. Nice. That's, that's my path. So, like, the group, what do you mean? Like, so you have, like, an entire group of It'll people? be a group under me. Yep. Wow. Yep. So it's that like, is so cool. All right, this whole group is Mount Year 22. Mm-hmm. You guys are working on X, Y, and Z and just being over them. Because right now I'm in groups. Oh, you're inside of the group. Yeah, I'm inside of a group. That's really dope, though. So, if you don't mind people, mind telling people, how old are you? I'm 28. You're 28? That's dope, though. Because, like, I guess I want to add that. I want to start putting that into my podcast. Um, Age, because I'm, I'm 26, and 
I I know a lot of us struggle with the whole aging thing and like how, putting them time limits on ourselves. Like by this time I want to have this, by this time I want to have that. And it's like it's okay to set goals, but to have like age attached to them mm. is weird. Yeah, it's really weird because like I don't I don't care how old I am. I just want to reach it. Yeah, like <laughs> I just want to accomplish my goal. And a lot of people do. Like I don't. A lot of people haven't tried to shame me for like. Not being twenty one and graduating from college, like I was twenty five. Mm-hmm. I actually finished I my I degree. But a lot of people I know is like twenty four, twenty six. Yeah. Yeah. Engineering take about six years. They tell you four, it took four me and a half. Yeah, it takes six. Like majority of people I know take six. Mm-hmm. And you got to plan for those classes that you got to retake. I had to retake one, three classes. I only, I, one, <laughs> one piece of advice that I would give somebody though is um, my last guest, uh, Casey. She said her advisor basically stacked her classes where she would build up her GPA in the beginning of um, her first two years and get a really, really high GPA. So when she got she started hitting them engineering classes, it would be like out. Yeah, like it'll still she'll be good by the end. That's smart. And I'm like, I was so at the schools that I were that I attended, the advisors are really just there to get you out. Like either Cause they were kind of like you know how they do like that first year fallout because it's like you get all this money all this revenue from first year students mm-hmm. and if they drop out the next year it don't matter you got that first year income you know yeah. you got that first year payments or whatever so i thought that was genius and i'm like that's some advice that i plan on sharing with like you know first year college students that i know like even if your advisor act like they don't care about you like hey i want to stack my first two years this way you know, get your because every school has a course flow chart. Mm-hmm. They all have like a list of what you should be taking, what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. So you should be like, nope, not taking any of those engineering courses. I'm gonna stack all my stuff, get my yeah. GPA up, and then start hitting them hard. Because when you older too, you're a little bit more wiser. Like when you procrastinate, the longer you wait, the more you know, <laughs> the wiser you are. <laughs> it's like don't listen to me. Man, don't I procrastinate. To procrastinate <laughs> so often and i used to be like why didn't i do this earlier because the later you wait the wiser you are <laughs> the older you are the wiser you are so that's you know the problem's better it's like no you just procrastinated but that's fine <laughs> but i thought that was good advice for something um for something like that but yeah i think talking about age and people like disclosing like i wasn't i wasn't here or i wasn't because now we see so many people who are like 21 and a billionaire and yeah. 11 year olds with 11 million dollar like, like you know like somebody 18 got it like this well, congratulations to her like that's mm-hmm. amazing yeah, for sure. not at all tearing her down but it's like she got accepted into like 115 schools and she had like three point something million i don't know how i forgot the number out because there's a big difference between an m and a b but <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a huge difference but it's just like those people are not the standard and it's like we need to start being okay with the standard level like people get places at certain times like some of the people that i look up to that's close to me mm-hmm. they didn't get their phds until they was like 30 31 32 mm-hmm. i'm thinking i gotta be 26 with a phd mm-hmm. so it's like time and aging and it's is something we need to talk about more yeah. and people don't talk about it because it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a time. And even for a woman, like, I hear it all the time. I'm like, oh, you 35? You don't got no kids? Oh. It's like, dang. Oh I, I am blessed to say I don't have that problem, mainly because I'm anti-men. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm very what? anti. Um, and 
The only person who ever asked me about having kids is my dad. My mm-hmm. mom knows I'm... Girl, you'll get them when you get them. Yeah. And when I have them, you will have them all the time. Like, <laughs> all the time. All the time. You heard it, Mom. I know you listen. Hey, girl. <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's super interesting. Yeah, that the time aging thing is something I'm... I'm this is going to be a whole nother episode in its own. <laughs> I got the black power fist up, hey, y'all. Aging. It's a real thing for us black hey, people. Yeah. <laughs> So, at least we don't crack. Oh, some of us don't. <laughs> some of y'all be ashy out here. <laughs> some of y'all need to drink your water and moisturize because y'all definitely have some cracked up black skin. But <laughs> okay, for the people out there, what would you tell them was your secret to your success? Um, having a network, one, not giving up, and being persistent. Like be, be irritating. <laughs> like with who? Not Be specific, because <laughs> you know some people be too literal. Okay, yeah. Let me be more specific. So, like, <laughs> you're taking classes. You need to be persistent with trying to understand the material. Mm-hmm. So, annoy your friends and your fam or your friends and your TAs and your teachers so they can get the understanding of the concept of mm-hmm. the lecture or whatever it may be. That's how I went through with it. it. It became a point where I was like, I don't care if like you're getting annoyed with me. Right. I don't care if you think I'm stupid. I'm trying to understand <laughs> this. I paid $3,000 for this yeah. class. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like you have TA hours set up for a reason. Don't be like, oh, no one shows up so I can go plan something else. Put some respect on my time. <laughs> respect. <laughs> Look, I don't care if you mad, sis. <laughs> right. But yeah, that was my main thing. I used to always in my head be like, oh, I wanted to thinking I'm annoying. And then I just became like, I don't care. You got to like, lose your shame. Yeah. Lose your shame. I don't get it. Hey, I don't get it. I'll raise my hand. I don't get it. <laughs> Anyone don't get it? <laughs> right. <laughs> Put the hand up. Me? Don't understand. That's one, yeah. th- that's one thing um, I wish um, Orange Tech had more of. Like, since we, well, they're getting a lot bigger now, but they didn't have TAs. Okay. So, I missed that part. Okay. Like, you would have to go to your professor, and your professor is overloaded because it's a small school. It's a lot. Yeah. But, thank God I had other people I could go to, and then, I agree with what you said. Like, be persistent. Like, yeah, you might not get it today, and, you know, this study session that you had, you don't get it. You're confused. But keep going back to it. Like, don't mm-hmm. just give up. Like, whatever. I felt this test. It don't matter. Go back. Go yep. back over those problems. Like, yep. that's... And breaks are very important. Ooh. You're studying. Yes. Don't just study four hours straight. Now, don't break. Like, take a nap. Time yeah, about 20 no. minutes and no. you wake up and it's two days later. <laughs> like... <laughs> I still do that at work. Like, I'll, like I'll work, be working, working, like, on my laptop for, like, 20 minutes. And I'll be like, oh. And I, stay, and I go take a walk mm-hmm. or do something. Because I, I got to keep my mind refreshed. I need something else to occupy it just yeah, for a little brain bit. brain is a muscle. And then I go back. I'm like, all right. You can, you can hurt your brain. You can hurt yourself. That's for happened sure. to me when I was in boot camp. And I was trying to get an embedded map to work. And it wasn't working. And it was because I had a space mm. in one of my... Don't you love... You've seen those memes? 
Where it's like a picture and all, all the coding. And then you're like, I can't get it to work. I hate engineering. I hate coding. And then you find out it's a space it's you a movement. Space. And you're like, I love engineering. I love coding. <laughs> Like that wasn't space. me. I ain't gonna hold you. When I was when it was me and it was a space, I literally turned around and was like, I'm not looking at that computer until tomorrow or I will break it. Like that was me. The, I was syntax errors, like what? It's Why? the worst. Oh my god, it's the worst. The spaces is just the littlest things, like you could have the most beautiful code, most beautiful comments, just well just gorgeous and let you have a missing semicolon mm-hmm. or a random space somewhere and next thing you know it's just like i'm not gonna work <laughs> period <laughs> okay cool Thank whatever <laughs> so since those are your your secrets to success what would advice would you give to like your 14 year old self um my 14 year old self let me see i was at barber magnet middle school I had an afro. <laughs> He's bald now. <laughs> yeah, I'm bald so now, by the way. So you can the significance of that comment. <laughs> you were like, okay. I'll probably say uh, keep doing what you're doing. Stay focused. Um, bullying was a thing for me. Okay. When I wasn't around that age. Like, I, I fought, like, a lot of times. You from the east side. We all Bro, fight. what the heck? We be and it wasn't me. I'm like, <laughs> it wasn't me. It was just people. I was like, dog. But I would say, stay focused. Don't let nobody else distract you. You're here to get good grades. Mm-hmm. You're here to excel and move on to the next point in your life. And that's it. That's what I would tell myself. Yeah, skip them bullies. <laughs> Look at them now. I know. Shouting, commenting on your IG like you're doing good. I know. <laughs> right. I knew that back then. Like, right. Period. <laughs> Stop looking. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's so cool. I'm super excited because like, wow, you like do important shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so cool. I wish I could tell y'all more. I know. I well, no. Let us be surprised. You know the element of surprise. You know. We'll yeah. know soon. Like, yeah, we'll know soon. soon. <laughs> exactly. Be like, I was a part of that. So at least y'all know who is going to be a part of these rollouts. Just remember <laughs> who was on the East Side Engineer, another East Side Engineer hey. that was out here doing it for us, like, <laughs> being examples. So that's amazing. That's all my questions. I feel like I know all your business. I'm about to <laughs> make okay. me, I'm about to make me a fence in your liking. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm out here engineering. That's super cool. But thank you so much for coming. That's thank super you for having dope. me. I'm, like, and this is your first podcast. This is my first podcast ever in uh, life. If you if you got this far in the podcast, I'm gonna start doing this. If you got this far in the podcast, put the little black girl with the with the um behind the what am I trying to say? The computer. I don't know if I said the TV. <laughs> But I'm the, trying to relate like, to. I'm like, like focusing. I'm like, you're like, what is she like, talking? What she about to say? <laughs> no, but the little black girl with the computer, or the little the black girl in the astronaut suit under uh, Vince IG. But you should tell them your IG because I ain't asked you that. Where can people oh. find you? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on IG at Vince Daman. It's V I N C E D A M A N N. Oh, you're a spelling engineer. <laughs> you have, do you have a LinkedIn or anything? That I do have a LinkedIn. My okay. LinkedIn is just Vincent Man. Okay. 
sweet. So y'all know where to find yep. it connected. Yep. Mm-hmm. So y'all, you know, if you really curious about what he can tell us, you better look, link with him on. You better look on my LinkedIn. You know, to get find a, out. A better idea. You know, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Trying to put your own game. <laughs> so, yo, IG is so distracting. It is. Yes. <laughs> Why is it distracting? Because my IG. Okay, I love Megan Thee Stallion. So, like, <laughs> every time I get on IG, she's usually, like, the first and second post. So, uh-huh. I just be looking at her videos like, man. But, <laughs> focus, Cynthia. Focus. So, something good to know, you guys, is the Journey. I was talking to Vince about this earlier. But Journey is having a youth tech exploration on May 18th. Um, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it's at the Ford Resource and Engagement Center. That is, yeah, I can't read. <laughs> it is at 15491 Madeline Street in Detroit, Michigan. I will also put it in the link below. It's also on my IG. So um letting you guys know that because they teach children how to code. Like they do CSS, HTML, web design. They do Scratch, Little, little Bytes, um, Digit Lego Blocks python ruby on rails github like all this stuff is super important to today's like tech world and to get kids started as early as possible to get even just a little bit of coding into their life is amazing and they supply snacks um you will see the link i'll put them in the description so um definitely keep an eye out for that it's for kids from um ages 8 to 18 so, like I said, it's on the east side because, you know, this is the east side engineer trying to put y'all on game. So, <laughs> um, that's all I got for y'all today. You know, connect with me. Question. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> you like you what? Did you mention the age group? Did I miss that part? Oh, it's 8 to 18. 8 to 18. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, yeah. May 18th, bring your kids or your friend's kids or your Whoever kids from ages 8 to 18 to this program and, you know, keep an eye out on the IG for that. But, yeah, like, connect with me. I have um, IG, Twitter, um, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, wherever, email, Gmail, whatever. So that's all I got for y'all. Love y'all. And I hope y'all got a lot of good notes. Bye. Feeling like the man when I walk through. Hang something what you saying when I walk through. I got all these hoes staring when I walk through. I done made a few bands on the walk through. Watch me, watch me. Hey, why me walk through? Watch me, watch me. Hey, why me walk through? Watch me.